This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to game time for a midweek edition. It's a Wednesday. It is hump day. Tom Barfield, Aaron Sexton, and we are in the uh, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. And uh, down in Temple, it is Ward White. And uh, Ward is at uh, Wings Pizza and Things. And uh, coming up a little later on, it will be the Scott Stewart Show over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Ward, how are you doing today? Outstanding. How are you guys doing today? It is Wednesday. That means we're closing in on, on a football Friday. But it's a strange football Friday for you as you have the night off. Yeah, we have a bye week this week. In fact, the entire district of 12-6A has the bye week before starting district play coming up next week. So, yeah. For me, I'll be a little bit lost like you were last week uh, having a Thursday night game. Friday night, I'll be wandering around trying to figure out what game I'm going to be going to. So so there are two Thursday night games on the Waco schedule. The last game of the season is the Thursday night. And then there's an open date involved. So three Friday nights, I will not be doing football. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit last week. No, it just throws everything out of Kelter, doesn't it? You just kind of figure out where, where you're going to do and – I'm supposed to be in a press box or I'm supposed to be getting ready for a game and, and all of a sudden you look around and you go, oh, wait a minute, I don't, I don't have anything that I have to be doing yeah. right now. It's, it's kind of strange. You, you speed up <laughs> when you have those Thursday night games like we had uh, last week. You, you, right. you, you, the whole process speeds up, and then you knock the game out on Thursday night, and you're looking around going, now what? <laughs> now what to, Now what till Monday? I mean, you know. Right. So, anyway. All right, uh, it's uh, three minutes after 4, 403. Aaron, you doing okay? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, I was the same way last Friday. I, you know, I run running the games here. Got through with the show at six and didn't have to uh, be back up here until the scoreboard show at ten thirty. And I was like, all right, now I got to kill four and a half hours somehow. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? Mm. Uh, let's see here. Coming up in a couple of minutes, by the way, I'm going to give you a chance to win couple of cheeseburger baskets from double r old-fashioned hamburgers on the program today scott chasen from kansas 247 sports is going to join us talk some k uh, some uh, ku football and uh, stephen simcox will join us a little later on as well from a uh, locked on horn frogs uh, that podcast and we'll uh, we'll talk some big 12 and some cowboy stuff with stephen coming up at around five o'clock this afternoon so uh, lots of things to do on the program we're also going to dive into the Baylor and Kansas game a little bit here this afternoon and we're also on our Ranger roundup going to talk about those those Rangers those rallying Rangers oh, hey Ward you just won they let one get away yesterday and then you quit believing well they came back last night or they let one get away two days ago they came back last night and got it done that was a dominant performance by maybe the hottest team in all of baseball, the Rangers. <laughs> the hottest team in baseball. Okay, so maybe that's the Dodgers. I'm sorry, that's the Dodgers. <laughs> by the way, did you see our guy Max Muncy bang his 33rd home run of the season? Yes, I did. He, I saw the highlight of that. He is having a year, isn't he? Boy, is he ever. He's playing very, very well. And, you know, he's kind of been the uh, the lead in that lineup for the Dodgers, and it's good to see. I mean, he's playing very, very well. Fun. And you know what? I don't know if it was mechanics, if it was a little help from a coach here or a coach there, if it was just a change of scenery, leaving Oakland to head to Los Angeles. I don't know. But, man, he got out of Oakland, he got to Los Angeles, and things changed dramatically for one Max Muncy. 
They really did. He's playing well, and he's seeing the ball well. And sometimes, you know as well as anybody, you know, if you're in that groove, the baseball looks like a beach ball coming at you. And I feel like that that's where he's at right now. In, in, in his career, he just – every year it seems like he takes another step, another step, another step. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he is – and as you said, he is kind of a focal point where he was one of many guys that played well for the Dodgers in years past. He's kind of a focal point now on that team, and that is cool to see. Oh, absolutely. And you, you, you kind of had a feeling that, you know, he was close to being that because he, he had spurts coming into this year – uh, where he'd go for a month or so and be just red hot. But he's he's been red hot all season long for the Dodgers. Hey, I just got a te- – and I love it. If you want to bring it, bring it on our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660 uh, from the 254 area code. Uh, local high school football upset of the week. Bob Featherston's Valley Mills Eagles at 1-2 and two will upset the 3-0 Hubbard Jaggers. Uh, and, and and somebody's calling it out right now. So I like it. Uh, you know what? If you if you want to be bold and make that prediction, we'd love to hear from you. We'll read them right here on uh, on the program. And, and we were talking about Aaron and I were talking about it earlier. What is the correct number for the Cowboys? Nine plus or or, or less than nine when it comes to wins. Uh, in 2021 is this a football team that's got 10 11 12 wins in them or is this a team that's got seven eight six nine what do you think i i i'm gonna stick with eight that's where i was going into the season i'm gonna stick with it i haven't seen anything to uh make me think that it's going to go up or down at this point um so you know we'll know more after this weekend but i still think they can win eight ball games and look eight Eight just might be enough to win the East. It eight, just might. Eight wins, nine losses, and that can win a division. Wow. And that, that tells you how bad the division is. It is. I mean, I'm not going to argue. I mean, there was one win among the four teams in the division last weekend. One. That's it. That's that's not good. That's not the East that we used to know years ago, no, is it? No, it's not. It, it, it totally isn't. So, uh, that, that's another question I'm going to throw out there on our CNC Collision Center text line. Is is this a 9-plus or is this a under-9 win football team, in your opinion? And, again, there's – but everybody's got injuries right now. Everybody's got sickness right now. There's all kinds of moving parts. I, I heard you guys talking about DeMarcus Ware. Aaron, did you find out anything on, on DeMarcus and what's going on there? No, just a foot injury. that He was limited in practice, but foot injuries – always scare me when I hear them because usually it's it's either turf toe or Liz Frank and those two will put you out yeah but I like the fact that they said it was he was limited in practice as opposed to did not participate in practice uh it, because if you get the the old did not participate thing that means he's in a training room someplace getting getting taken care of Mm-hmm. You know, limited means that they just, I, I, I don't know, maybe for precautionary reasons where they kind of held him back and didn't let him go. I, I, I don't know. But th- th- this is a football team that can ill afford to have more injuries on that defensive front. Yeah, they, they cannot. And if that's going to limit him in game situations, they're going to be in trouble. I mean, that's just all there is to it. They don't have, you know, we talked about the depth coming in during preseason that it just didn't look very good in the depth and um, it's going to be hard to overcome something like that and limited 
I, I agree. I, I don't know that if that's all bad because maybe it's just something that's a little bit nagging and, mm-hmm. and they, they don't want him to injure it worse, but he's able to go. It, it's when he is not participating that you go, uh-oh, this, this is really, really not good. Yep, I, and uh, I agree with you. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I didn't realize – I thought Randy Gregory was was done for the week. But uh, Mosley was talking earlier today that there's still a chance because he's had the COVID vaccinations that uh, he could still get two negatives in, in play. Uh, well, that'd be good on, for the Cowboys. Would it ever? Would it yeah. ever? So we'll see. Uh, another one from our CNC Collision Center text line. I'm not sure I disagree with this. I'll make a prediction. Lorena does not lose again until late in the playoffs or not at all. Wow. Woo. Step How about on that out. one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I and, like it. Uh, yeah, and we all know what kind of football program Ray Biles has. So uh, mm-hmm. I, this old boy's not going to argue with that statement. I can assure you. You talk about somebody that's been doing it for a long time and doing it at a very high level. Yep. Been there, done that, and got his T-shirt, hasn't he? Uh, all right, uh, 4-11, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Bears and the Jayhawks, kind of dive into that football game, and we'll do that when we come back here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very comfortable conditions. Low temperatures fall to 69 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 90. And then on Friday, mostly sunny skies. It'll be a hot day, 95 for the high and looking good for Friday night football. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us tonight for the Baylor Coaches Show from 7 to 8 p.m. with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. That's tonight beginning at 7, not live from Rudy's, but here on the radio. Hear from equestrian coach Casey Maxwell and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's tonight at our new time for the Baylor Coaches Show beginning at 7 p.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your goals. Your future, your dreams, these things are none of our business. Your symptoms, your work from home sweatpants, and whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private, and unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. Oh, who's that from? Ah, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NFL Players Association determined Josh Gordon has successfully completed his NFL monitored treatment program and has recommended to the league that he be reinstated. Division I College Football Oversight Committee is considering a one-year waiver that would allow football programs to go over a 25-player signing limit. The growing number of transfers is leaving them under the 85 scholarship target. UMHB's Jefferson Prince was named D3 Team of the Week. He had seven tackles, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, and had a 44-yard punt return for a touchdown in Saturday's win over ETBU. Baylor Coaches Show tonight with John Morris at 7 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas and the Temple Wildcats Scott Stewart Coaches Show tonight from Wings Pizza in things in Temple starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, Tom Barfield, Aaron Sexton back in the Alan Samuel Studios. And Ward White is in Temple. He is at uh, Wings Pizza and Things as we roll through this Wednesday afternoon. 16 after 4, 416. Again, a couple of poll questions for you on the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, you, you can make a high school prediction. We'd love to hear from you. Anything, I don't care. Whatever you want to predict. Uh, <laughs> you, you, I don't, predict away. Uh, and you, on the Cowboys side of things, do the Cowboys, are they plus – or minus when it comes to nine wins. Uh, and so, want to get your thoughts there. Uh, 254-662-1660. You plus or you minus? Uh, you know. Ward's minus. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm right there. I was looking through the schedule earlier, and I've, I've got them right at nine games, which should win them the East as bad as it is. I got them plus nine because they play in the East. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah, and, and that's the only reason. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I got them on the plus side of the nine. Uh, if they, uh, you know, because they play in the East. All right, uh, it is Baylor and Kansas. And, Ward, this is an interesting weekend in the Big 12. There's only one Big 12 conference game, and it's Baylor and Kansas. And, you know, I, I just – I don't know how you feel about it, but I, 
for me, I would like to see the schedule equitable for everybody. In other words, I'd like if, if we're going to start this weekend, we all start this weekend. If we're going to start next weekend, we all start next weekend. I, I was just looking, in, and again, just looking at TCU schedule, for example. Baylor plays a conference game on the road, game three. Game three for TCU is an open date. Game four for TCU is a non-conference game. It is week five, game four, week five, before TCU plays a conference game. That is an advantage, in my opinion, as far as preparation and getting guys ready to play in conference play. There's no doubt it is. I mean, that's a huge advantage because you can do some things, you can look at some players, and it's not, you know, completely detrimental to how you come out in the conference standings. Uh, it, it is a situation where, you know, in college football, if you want to get to a to play in a, a better bowl or have a chance at the college football playoffs, even if it goes to 12 teams, you're you're going to have to still win those games with a lot of confidence behind you, but. Mm-hmm. Getting ready for conference play is what it's always been about, and winning the conference championship first and foremost. If you do that, most times everything else will take care of itself. So to have an open week and then another non-conference game while everybody else is getting after it, I, I think that that benefits them. There's no doubt. Hey, look, I realize it's early, so before everybody starts, you know, flipping out and pump the brakes, but I I did find this interesting, uh, very interesting, quarterback. Jason Bean rushed for 102 yards and two touchdowns last week on just 13 carries, by the way, against Coastal Carolina. If you look at the stats through their first two football games, Bean is throwing for at a 58% clip. He has not thrown a pick in 50 attempts. 29 of 50, no interceptions. And, Ward, he's the leading rusher on their football team with 28 carries for 181 yards. at the 5.5 per carry average. Well, if you'll go back and look at the film, which I did last night for a little bit, just out of curiosity, this is a much improved, I mean much improved Kansas team. Even though you look at the competition that they've played, may not be as high as you think it might, uh, but Coastal's a good football team. And so just watching him navigate this offense, you can tell that they're playing with a lot of confidence under him, and it it's a better football team. There's no doubt in my mind that they've, improved quite a bit. Dave Aranda talked on Monday uh, at the at the weekly press conference, and he talked about what this team looks like. And he, he said, you know, you're starting to see what, 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 what Buffalo looked like. You're starting to see that with Kansas. He goes, now, it's not as intricate because – they they haven't got there yet. I mean, you look. He, he, they didn't have they didn't have a spring. Uh, well, they had one, but he wasn't a part of it. So everything that they're they're doing is on the fly here in the fall. He said, but you could see this Kansas offense starting to look like the Buffalo offense, just not as technical yet, but it's coming. And then he was asked about the Kansas quarterback. Dangerous, yeah, fast. You know, um, some of the issues that came up with Texas State and our rush. And, um, you know, our, our lack of pass rush integrity um, is a concern with him. Um, I think, you know, in speaking earlier in some of the schemes that, that Kansas has, there's, there's, there's some beginning part, parts of, you know, wide zone and maybe counter and split zone and what they're doing. A lot of, a lot of it is going to be there's a play, it breaks down, and their quarterback runs for 30 yards, you know? And so 
we have to be um, much improved in that phase of it, both the coverage and the vision and then the rush lanes and the rush integrity um, because he, he could be one of their stronger weapons. Ward, we've talked to her blue in the face. When, when you're, if you're going to be successful, and I don't care what side of the ball, offense or defense, alignment and assignment are critical. And that's just what Dave Aranda was talking about right there. You, you, you can't just start freelancing or this guy could beat you. Yeah, and that's what he's looking for. He's looking for alignment being off on the defensive side. And when it is, he'll make an audible call or he'll pull the ball down and, and take advantage of you not being uh, where you need to be. So it's it's imperative that you get lined up. And, look, it's imperative in any defense. I don't care who you're facing. If you're not lined up correctly, you're not going to win the down. And it's going to be a long afternoon for you if you continue to do that. As this team progresses, and, you know, now that I stop and think about it, maybe – Maybe it's a good thing that the Bears play Kansas early in the season instead of late in the season, but uh, on the road anyway. But this clearly this is a team that's getting better. I, I think you said it. Dave Aranda has said Everybody has recognized that this is a program that is getting better. Now, are they there? Absolutely not. Not even remotely close. But they are headed in the right direction. And from a KU perspective, that's good to see. Well, and here's what it is. I mean, you look at a team that's getting better and building confidence each and every week and has the opportunity that's been down so long just to have a little breath of of fresh air and a little breath of life. You let a team like that hang around, you're going to be in trouble. You're just going to be in trouble. Yeah, and that's a great point. This is a team with with some hope now that, you know, that that it's coming. absolutely. Where they, they used to go on the field knowing what was about to take place, you know, and, and now there's some hope there. And you make a great point. If you're Baylor, as soon as you get off the bus, you better be scoring. Just go get it done early and, and put them uh, put them away early in the football game if you can. You have to. I mean, you have to take, take the life out of them as early as you possibly can. Again, because you let a team like this hang around that's getting some confidence and, and, thing, and you know, being in their home stadium, the fans are going to be behind them. You know, stranger things have happened when you see teams like that just just hang around, and then all of a sudden, late in the third quarter, early in the fourth quarter, you know they're within striking distance, or they're leading you. It it, it could it could turn on you in a dime. And and from the something's got to give department, Kansas through their first two games hasn't turned the ball over, and and Baylor yeah. Baylor not only gets turnovers but. They score on their turnovers. J.T. Woods well, had scored a TD for Baylor's defense in each of the first two ball games. Yeah, and zero turnovers for KU the last time that happened, 2007. Oh, by the way, that was their Orange Bowl team. So you're saying, so you're saying that that turnovers and field <laughs> position kind of have something to do with being successful or not being successful? Absolutely, they do. I thought you were Absolutely going somewhere else. Absolutely, they do. Do what? <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Where? 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 Uh, that, that they were going to make another Orange Bowl appearance. <laughs> no. What are you predicting? I'm just saying. No, yeah. I'm just saying, know, look, that, that's what a good football team does. I mean, they don't turn the ball over, and they get the they win the field position battle. They make and, you and beat right them. now, yeah, and right now that's what Kansas is doing. Yeah, they make you beat them. They don't give games away, and, and that's a great point. And, you know, so hopefully we'll we'll, uh, we'll get JT to go get another turnover, a takeaway, go score, and, and see what happens. But, uh, hey, look, this is – again, I think this is a game that Baylor wins. And uh, 
and as you point out, if you can if you can get things started early, then uh, then then you should have a, a good day, and and we'll see. But uh, there, make no mistake about it, this is not this is not KU from a couple of years ago when you know you, you scored until you just got tired of scoring. Yeah, they're not going to lay down on you. This team is not going to lay down. I, I don't think. And I, I say that, and you know, second quarter Baylor's running away with it. But I, I just, I think that this is a much improved football team. It's a dangerous football team. So you're right. I, I believe you're 100% correct saying you got to go out and put them away early and take all the doubt or all the hope out of their mind. Uh, all right, it is a 426, and uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, again, we're going to continue our, our Baylor-Kansas conversation with Scott Chasen from Kansas 247 Sports. We'll do that in a couple of minutes. Our uh, 3 or three o'clock, our 4 o'clock hour is brought to you in part by Good Feet. See what Good Feet can do for you with a free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Baylor football lives here. And the Bears open Big 12 play this Saturday in Lawrence against the Kansas Jayhawks. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday with John, JJ, and Ricky. The Bears and the Jayhawks open conference play against each other this Saturday. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now at Allen Samuels. Come see the 2021 Grand Cherokee Laredo, the most awarded SUV ever, with total values of 3250 
beautiful design, elegant style, Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo at Allen Samuels. Your home for the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Located at 201 West Loop 340 in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. Last Chance Bar and Bell Mead is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bell Mead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop into Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. For more information and upcoming events, log on to Last Chance Bar. RTX.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NFL Players Association determined Josh Gordon has successfully completed his NFL monitored treatment program and has recommended to the league that he be reinstated. Division I College Football Oversight Committee is considering a one-year waiver that would allow football programs to go over a 25-player signing limit. The growing number of transfers is leaving them under the 85 scholarship target. UMHB's Jefferson Prince was named D3 Team of the Week. He had seven tackles, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, and had a 44-yard punt return for a touchdown in Saturday's win over ETBU. Baylor coaches show tonight with John Morris at 7 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas, and the Temple Wildcats Scott Stewart coaches show tonight from Wings Pizza and things in Temple starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios. It is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, 431 with Tom and Aaron. We are here in the Allen Samuel Studios. Ward White's is down in Temple at uh, Wings Pizza and Things getting ready for the Scott Stewart Show that's coming up on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Our poll question today talking about the Cowboys. Uh, the, how many wins will the Cowboys get? P- plus or minus on the ni- of the number nine. Todd down in Meridian, or up in Meridian rather, says the Cowboys will get 11. So he's on the plus side of uh, those nine wins. All right, uh, we are talking Baylor and Kansas and have been all week getting you ready for the uh, conference opener. We're joined now by Scott Chasen from Kansas 247 Sports. Scott, first of all, good afternoon. Thanks. Appreciate your time today, buddy. Thanks for having me. Let's uh, let's dive into this thing and let's talk a, a little bit about uh, Baylor and, and KU and, and, and first talk about the resurgence of the program and, and clearly that's what's going on with Coach Leopold. Yeah, I think there's a, a newfound energy. And look, if you know you were just scoreboard watching, that especially for the game against Coastal Carolina, I understand why people would say, "Oh, it's the same old Kansas." They struggled with an FCS team, uh, and then you know got beat pretty badly by Coastal Carolina. But uh, I would tell anyone to look a little closer at that game. It was a six-point game in the third quarter. Kansas went 0 of five on fourth down. Kansas only punted twice in that game. Uh, it was a lot of little margin stuff that really made. Uh, the difference in that final margin. That was not a game that was a 40-point game the whole time. And, you know, Kansas got a couple garbage-time touchdowns to make things look, you know, cosmetically better. Uh, That was a battle for about three-and-a-half quarter or uh, for about two-and-a-half quarters into the third quarter, which for Kansas last year, I I mean, every game it felt like was a 40-point blowout loss and the team was hopeless and helpless. Uh, I'd argue the team took a big step forward last week, and I think you see that. With the respect given to Kansas, the betting line for KU Baylor opened at 14 or something like that. It's up to 17 now. 
But, uh, you know, I, I do think there's new energy. I think the players really like Lance Leipold. I think uh, they've really taken to him, his philosophies. I think, um, you know, I think Kansas thinks it has found a quarterback in Jason Bean, who's a, a dual-threat guy, and I think, uh, I think fans are excited. A lot of them showed out for that first game, and I would expect a pretty good crowd in Lawrence this week, too. What is the difference in this offense with the explosive plays this year? They've had 17, 25 or more yards uh, going into these two games. That's, I mean, that's a lot of explosive plays for two games for a team that, that really didn't have that opportunity over the past couple of years. Yeah, well, I can actually clarify some of the number stuff. So that, that 17 number was actually uh, their number for all of last year, which is insane how uh, – you know, bad that is for just nine games to have only, uh, I believe, 17 plays of, of 25 yards or more, and they had five, comparatively speaking, last game. So you almost had a third of that production from an entire season. Uh, you almost had that happen in one game. And, and you know, I, I think Kansas can be explosive in a few ways. Jason Bean is not like a quarterback Kansas has had because he's incredibly mobile. He was a, a track guy in high school. He's super fast. You'll, you know, everyone will get the chance to see that on, you know, this coming week. But He's also able to move around and then launch a deep ball. You know, he found three different receivers for passes of 35 or more yards. Uh, Kansas did almost no deep ball throwing last year, in part because the offensive line was bad, uh, and in part because, you know, they didn't think they had the quarterback play to, to routinely place the ball downfield accurately. And I think that's changed. Now, the one thing that's missing uh, for Kansas's offense right now and why things have not looked good, I mentioned 0 of 5 on fourth down, so... They were getting into positions where they felt like, hey, a fourth down away and you're scoring, um, you know, or you're right on the edge of that kind of scoring range, but they weren't able to cash in. And the reason why right now is the run game. Uh, you know, Kansas has adopted this wide zone, outside zone, whatever you want to call it, running game uh, under Lance Leipold. And, you know, quite frankly, with only a fall to implement it, it hasn't looked good. I, I don't think the, the offensive line, uh, even the tight end spot, and sometimes the running backs uh, yet have this full grasp on how to run it. So at times it looks ugly. At times you see a running back who looks like he should get stopped for a two-yard loss, try and make a play, and now it's an eight-yard loss. And you're wondering, you know, this was supposed to be a run play, a pretty high percentage, you know, don't lose yards play. How did this happen? So I think Kansas is still learning in that way, and I think those kinds of plays have helped down the offense. But, again, to the point, uh, this Kansas offense has the potential to do so much more uh, because it has a better offensive line, a better quarterback, and I think better playmakers at the running back spot. Puka Williams was obviously there last year, and he was great. But there was so much instability, not only with Puka Williams leaving midseason, but injuries with health issues. I don't think you have that as much this year. There have been a couple health issues. But, uh, but I think the two top names are Velton Gardner and Devin Neal. And I think Kansas feels great about both of those guys. You you mentioned the running backs. Has one of them emerged? I noticed that, you know, Bean is your leading rusher. And uh, I was just kind of looking to see if one of the uh, KU running backs has kind of emerged as the guy. Yeah, I think not yet, just because of what I mentioned, the, the wide zone. And, and they're still trying to figure it out. You know, Delton Gardner's issue in the wide zone is he's a kind of elusive, shifty kind of guy. I've made the comment that, uh, he plays like he wears a, a pedometer and not an odometer, so he's more concerned about his steps and direction as compared to getting north-south. And that's great, but in the wide zone, you need to be able to take one step and cut up field, and sometimes that means, hey, there's no way I'm going to gain yards. I need to make sure I don't run backward trying to make a play. And that's kind of been his issue. Uh, Devin Neal only got one carry in the first game. Really surprised a lot of us. I think we all thought, uh, as media covering this team, that he was going to get more use, and he certainly did in the second game. 
you know, there was a stretch where he got five straight carries. I think one of them was wiped off by a hold. Uh, but that ended with him scoring a touchdown. He's a four-star back. He's the, the highest-rated recruit in program history, according to the 24-7 sports rankings. So uh, I expect Devin Neal to continue to emerge throughout the year. But I think the thing right now is just, for them, it's understanding this blocking scheme. Until they do that, the Kansas running backs will not be putting up good numbers. And Jason Bean at quarterback will continue to be that leading rusher, just because there isn't that, that understanding yet of how to run wide zone properly. Uh, I do think it'll happen at some point this year. I don't know if if it, is, if it will be this early in the season, uh, but I do think at some point this year it'll start to click, and then you'll see that Kansas run game take off. Does it feel like that you can see the culture changing already with this team? I know it's got a long way to go because it takes time to get that done, but just watching them on film, it, they feel like that they're playing with more confidence. They are playing downhill on the defensive side of things. Is it starting to turn in the right direction? I think it is. Now, I, I think there's some projection um, there, you know, when, when you know I look at it and I see what they could be and they have to continue to take those steps. But it, it just seems to me that you have a coaching staff now that's more engaged in all areas. Um, I think Kansas had some good coaches before, many of whom, or at least a few of whom, are still uh, on campus. But uh, this staff, the, the former Buffalo coaches who came in, the thing with them has been – like teaching, attention to detail. They've been a lot more kind of instructor coaches uh, and maybe recruiting second as compared to recruiting first and instructor second. And I think Kansas still does have some good recruiters on its staff, which is obviously important when you build up a Power 5 program. But what they have now are, are almost like some technicians and guys who have their whole career taken under, under-recruited, maybe under-talented, undersized players and said, now how do I get these guys to compete with Power 5 programs? And so what they're doing now is, is just kind of installing and instilling that approach and that culture um, with the current group. And I, I think that's the biggest positive you see. You know, players who have been at Kansas for a long time, who maybe have always played because of their athleticism, uh, they're learning new ways to do things. And I think that's really exciting for them. I think it's exciting for the fan base. And I think it's part of why, you know, I expect this Kansas team to get better and better as the year goes on. Scott, uh, we've talked a lot about the offense, and rightfully so. Where do, where do you see this defense right now two games into uh, into the regime? Well, the defense looked great in the first game, uh, about as good as I can remember a Kansas defense playing, and the second game was a definite struggle. You know, it was – granted, Coastal Carolina is a really hard team to match up against just because of all the option stuff they throw at you. They've got a quarterback who got a Heisman vote last year, third place at least. Um, and, and who will probably be in that conversation kind of continuing on. But it, they're, they're sort of a tricky offense. So I think the thing is you don't really know where it is right now. Um, I think it's probably somewhere in between, uh, given that they've played an FCS team and a kind of, I don't want to call it a gimmick offense because it's not that. It's, it's a very good offense. It's just different than what you'll normally see. But I think Kansas has a lot of defensive line talent which I don't think has always been the case. I think that's really important for them. I think their linebackers are sort of growing into their role, and I think the secondary has a bunch of question marks, not because of a lack of talent, but just because of how many young guys are playing. Like, there's Kenny Logan back there at safety. I think everyone feels great about him. And then next to him, he's got a super senior, Ricky Thomas. I think people feel pretty good about him. Uh, you look at the cornerbacks, you know, you might be starting Romello Dotson, who's in his second year, or Deuce Mayberry, who had never started a game before this year, or Jeremy Webb, a transfer from Missouri State, or Jacoby Bryant, who is a freshman. And you even look at the sub-package DBs, the backup safeties 
and they're both true freshmen. Jason Gilliam, O.J. Burroughs, these are guys who before this year had you know been at the high school level. So uh, to me, there are a lot of question marks kind of more and more back you get of that defense, which has made it vulnerable and made it very vulnerable uh, in that Coastal Carolina game. So I think they're still figuring some things out, but uh, what they showed in the first game really impressed me, especially with that pass rush. Uh, Kyron Johnson and Malcolm Lee up front are the two names to know on the defensive line. Uh, I think they're in for a big year. Let's change gears for just a second, Scott. Uh, the uh, the conference on Friday announced the addition of four teams uh, to the league with uh, BYU, Houston, uh, Central Florida, and, and Cincinnati. What was your overall thoughts when, when that came down, and, and what, what has been the response in the, uh, in the Sunflower State? Well, look, I think Kansas, like the other schools, uh, is grateful for Big 12 stability. Because quite frankly, before those additions, I don't think there was much of it. I don't think there was much of an avenue um, without adding teams for the conference to stay together. So I think they're happy about that. I think they're grateful for that. And I think um, long term, they appreciate that. But, you know, Travis Goff also made comments to media uh, this Friday ahead of the Coastal Carolina game where he basically said Kansas is going to continue to do what's best for Kansas. And the implication would seem to be that that would include looking at other conferences like the Big Ten and the ACC. So um, I think in the short term, Kansas or excuse me, the Big 12 uh, found great partners, great new members. I think they bring something football wise, basketball wise, fan base wise, media market wise, uh, just getting new eyeballs uh, on the conference. I think the Big 12 did about as good a job as you can do of that. But, you know, long term, I think it remains to be seen if, you know, and, and how many of these teams still that, that were Big 12 members previously decide to stick around uh, versus, you know, if there are a few that get offers from other conferences. Uh, 12 now, do you see it growing? 14, maybe 16 before it's all said and done? I think that would be the smartest way to handle it because it would give you the most stability. Uh, not only if someone were to leave the conference, but, you know, at least to me, this thing for the longest time has felt like eventually it's heading, you know, to a few super conferences. And I think, the more and more schools you can bring in, the more and more chance uh, or the greater and greater chance that you aren't going to be left on the outside of that, uh, which is probably the ultimate goal. So, uh, yeah, I think just for more stability, it wouldn't hurt to bring in a couple more on top of that. And I know reports have said like Memphis and, and Boise State might be a couple that they've, uh, you know, either looked at or considered or whatever. But, you know, it, it wouldn't shock me if expansion continued a little bit past 12. Hey, if it's Boise State, they got to play all their conference games on the road. I, I can't deal with that big field, <laughs> man. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Hey, hey, Scott, what are you uh, what are you working on for uh, Kansas 247 Sports right now? Well, it's a lot of basketball this week. Boot camp is underway, and, and we'll have some football game, uh, game coverage and preview stuff too. But boot camp is here, so uh, KU basketball season kickoff is right around the corner. Scott, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. That is Scott Chasen from Kansas247sports.com. It is 445. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Did you notice he, you know, we're, we're in the heart of football. And Scott said, hey, it's basketball boot camp, by golly. And uh, we're going to talk. They're, they're going to write about hoops. Uh, and you wonder why, KU, that they would write about hoops. But anyway, uh, let's talk a minute about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. They're, they're located at 201 West Loop 340. Hey, Jeep Adventure Days going on now with the new 2021 Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. With beautiful curves and designs, the Grand Cherokee carries itself with rugged elegance. With elegant interior, luxury, 
fabric and premium finishes, you can drive this incredible SUV. Come see the folks at Allen Samuels uh, right here in Waco and check it out. And also, come by and check out the most prestigious Jeep, the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L. This uh, beautiful rugged third-row seat Jeep with the incredible Jeep uh, arriving daily, and, and you can check out those vehicles at Allen Samuels as well. Uh, of course, Allen Samuels is your is your friend in the car business. Again, 201 West Loop 340, right down from Highway 84. Ted Teague and his staff waiting to see you at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. The Lorena Coaches Show with Ray Biles is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, and the Lorena Athletic Association. The Lorena Leopards 1-2 now after a 54-0 win over Gatesville. A good confidence booster, Coach, after two close losses to a couple of state-ranked teams. Well, I thought our kids performed uh, very well. We had a great work work week last week in preparation, and uh, you know they were, they were really ready to get that W column taken care of. So uh, it, was, it was a good night. I was very proud of the way the kids uh, played and the effort that they put forth. Defense gets its first shutout. Who stood out on this defensive side? They had several kids that really did a good job, but one of them, a sophomore, Braylon Henry, played outside backer. I think Braylon had 10 tackles, a couple of tackles for loss, and a quarterback sack, and, and several other guys contributed up front and did really a, a great job of shutting down the running game. How about on the offensive side, 54 points, was that done through the pass, through the run, or did the defense short, uh, set up some short scoring opportunities? Well, no, really, we, we earned most of the things we got. Uh, Ryan April had a great night throwing the ball again for over 200-and-something yards and three scores, uh, and he was very effective from that standpoint. Uh, Reed Mickna ran the ball very effectively at running back. We had several other young men that ran ran very, very well, but uh, I think our offensive line, those kids really did a great job, and, and we still have a lot of youngsters in there, sophomores and freshmen still mixed in that group, and uh, they're coming around, and that's a good sign to see because that's where we need to be at this time in the season. This week you travel to Madisonville, a 35 nothing winner over Teague. They're 2-1. and one. What do you know about them? Plus, this is your final non-district tune-up. They're predominantly a running team uh, on offense. They're going to run it out of a spread and a lot of times use two backs in the backfield to do that. But uh, they, they will run the ball more so. And then on the defense, they're a, a 50 look. Uh, they'll walk uh, backers up and bring them. But uh, those guys do a great job. Coach Urbanke, uh, they've always got athletes and they always play hard. So it's going to be quite a contest. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life, member FDIC. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com or call 524-523-9500. In Commons Bank wishes all the area teams a successful 2021 football season. If you're in the market for a new home, let In Commons Bank help you finance your mortgage. Rates are low and houses are going fast. So stop by your local branch today and meet one of the friendly neighborhood bankers. With approvals in as little as 24 hours, In Commons will put you on the way to finding what you're looking for with terms you can afford. You can apply online at incommonsbank.com forward slash loans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Yeah, the Rangers get it done last night in a bit in big fashion. Uh, the uh, three they had three home runs in the ball game, including Adolis Garcia. Two one, that one swung on and driven to right center field. Siri back track wall out of here. Adolis Garcia, his 30th home run of the season, and the Rangers take a 4 to nothing lead. Ward, 30 dingers for Mr. Adolis Garcia. How about that? Ties a rookie record for the Rangers. Yep, and uh, he went 3 for 4 last night, and that is our Rangers stat of the day. Adolis Garcia launched his 30th home run, tying the Rangers rookie record set by the former Oklahoma State Cowboy, Pete Incavilla, all the way back wow. in 1986. There's your blast from the past, huh? Absolutely. How about that? And, and he'll pass it. Uh, I mean, surely he'll hit a home run between now and, and, what, October the 3rd or October the 2nd when the season wraps up. The uh, home run, by the way, was it was his seventh against Houston this year. So seven of his 30 have come against Astro pitching, which is the most by a Ranger off the Astros in a single season. He surpassed Beltray in 13 that? and Rugnet Odor in 16 with six home runs each. So, you know, uh, again, he, he's, he's, he, he got out to a great – I don't want to say a great start because he wasn't even on this team uh, when, the, when the season started. But when injuries occurred and they went and found him and got him and brought him back, he, he took off like a house on fire, kind of, kind of flattened out a little bit. But now he's going, he's going well again. So uh, – Again, the Rangers are looking to find those pieces, and I think this is one of those pieces that they can not build around but use as part of the building blocks. Certainly seems to be. Uh, you know, you would think that that's going to be the direction that they want to go, and, and again, uh, they, they've got to find some of those before they can, you know, start to figuring out, okay, now where do we need to fill in? Uh, if these guys are going to be the guys we're going to roll with, now we got to go find some other guys if they want to ramp it up like they said a few weeks ago they want to ramp it up. All right, so the Rangers will continue their series tonight with the Astros, and uh, we'll have the game on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, after the Scott Stewart Show 
around 7 o'clock or so. Uh, we'll have that for you. Uh, we'll join it in progress. I think we may get you the first pitch, but if not, we'll get you close. So uh, somewhere uh, around 7-ish after the uh, Scott Stewart Show over on Fox Sports Central Texas, we'll have that game for you. At 7 o'clock here on ESPN, we will have the uh, the Baylor Coaches Show. So that's why the uh, Ranger game moves over to Fox Sports Central Texas tonight. Uh, that's the cool thing about uh, – Having a couple of sports stations, we can do we can do some multiple <laughs> things with what we got. Uh, so anyway, that is our Ranger Roundup and Ranger Roundup today and and, and every day. Brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. So uh, anyway, all right, uh, it is a four fifty four, and you know what we've got? Uh, we've got a couple of cheeseburger baskets. From Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. And I'm going to give you a shot at this if you're caller 10. We're going all the way to 10 at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Caller 10 is going to win a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. So if you want to jump in, the phone lines are open for you right now. 254-662-1660. Caller 10 you're going to win yourself a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. All right, uh, Ward, we were talking earlier about uh, about the Bears and Kansas. What, in your mind, what's this game come down to? I, I think it can, comes down to a lot of football games come down to the line of scrimmage. Who's going to win the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball? And and look, Baylor's been playing very well offensive line, uh, and the defensive line's getting there. So if they can establish that. I, I think the Bears have a really good chance of, of, of running away with this one. I, I agree. I think I, I think Baylor's a better football team. I, I, you know, with, with we think all, with all, that's right. You're right. With all the positives said about Kansas, and rightfully so from Coach Leopold, I, I this Baylor is a better football team. Now, do they perform at a at a better level on the road? I you know that's why they play the games. You know, so we'll we'll see. But I think when you just start looking at the, the, the basic nuts and bolts of this thing, Baylor's a better football team and should win the football game. Now, one of the things that I, I will watch, as you mentioned, the, the line of scrimmage both sides of the ball, but I'm also going to see, does Baylor turn the ball over? Does Kansas turn the ball over? Who, who, who gets those big plays in the turnover game? Because, again, Baylor's been kind of fortuitous when it comes to takeaways. Yet Kansas is a team that just hadn't done it so, this year. Yeah, whoever wins that turnover battle will certainly put themselves in a good position, and, and, it, and it comes down to that a lot of times in, in games. I I don't know that Kansas holds on to not turning the ball over. Look, Baylor, they make an emphasis on the defensive side of the ball to go get the football, and so that's going to be interesting how they prevent Baylor from being able to do that. And, and again, this is game three. Uh, for for the season for both Baylor and Kansas. And we got to keep in mind that this is a totally new equation for KU, both offensively and defensively. And I know it's Coach Aranda's second season, Ward, but it's it's really their first season when it comes to the offensive side of the football. So there's still a couple of offensive football teams that are doing a lot of learning right now. They're trying to find themselves, trying to find their identity. What are they, you know, what are they good at? What are they limited at? I mean, that's still a process in motion for both of these football teams. And, you know, they either one of them could take a big step forward on Saturday. There's no doubt. All right. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to John McDonald. He just won a couple of cheeseburger baskets. Congratulations, John, from all of us here at ESPN Central Texas. And uh, 
Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Come by, get your coupon, or as some like to say, your coupon, and you can uh, get hooked up with those cheeseburger baskets. Hey, let's take a second here and let's talk about Morrison's Gifts, Waco's gift store for every occasion, and they have been since 1979. Fast becoming one of my favorite places to shop. Why? Because I don't have to do a lot of thinking. I go in there and go, help And they go, what do you want? I say, I don't know. And they say, that's just exactly what we need to know. Now let's go to work and figure it all out. And they do it. And I walk out of there with a great gift every time I go in there, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, or sometimes it's just because. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to build up those points to, to, to get out of the doghouse. So you, you go, hey, remember uh, three weeks ago? I, I brought home that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, but really, uh, whenever you're, you're out shopping and, and you really are, you're just, you, you don't know. You really don't know. Well, they've got John Hart leather goods, Consuela products, big old key rings, candles, jewelry, you name it. They've got it at Morrison's Gifts, 4308 West Waco Drive. And, uh, the uh, fine folks over there are, are Baylor alums, and, and they'd be, they'll be more than happy to take care of you. And then they're going to gift wrap it. And I'm telling you, when I, I, I had a um, – it was a birthday gift I got uh, there a couple of weeks ago. And, man, it was uh, – it was out, and it was beautiful. And, of course, I, you know, I took credit for it. But uh, – it, it, and that's okay. You can do that. Morrison's Gifts, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli, by the way, in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions open up district play as they host Mansfield at Waco ISD Stadium. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burrow, and me for all the exciting play-by-play action. Our coverage of Waco High Football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the play-by-play action at 7.30. It's Waco High in Mansfield, and it's Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. COVID-19 is a dangerous threat, and vaccines aren't enough to protect you. Since fever is the leading sign of COVID-19, you need an accurate thermometer. Try Exergen, backed by more than 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
Is your air conditioning system not exactly cooling or heating your house or office like it did when it was new? AC systems weren't built to last forever, especially in our hot and humid Central Texas climate. If your unit is over 10 years old, chances are you're on borrowed time. Polanski Heating and Air offers award-winning customer service and straightforward pricing with no hidden fees or charges. Family owned and operated, call Polanski Heating and Air of Waco today. That's 254-218-3321 for offers and service area. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. A couple of minutes after five, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, our five o'clock hour. Brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Tom Barfield, Aaron Sexton in the uh, in the Allen Samuel Studios, and Ward White's down at Wings Pizza and Things preparing diligently for the uh, Scott Stewart Show that's coming up at 6 o'clock over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Right now, though, we welcome in our good friend, our buddy, uh, Stephen Simcox from uh, from Locked on Horn Frogs podcast. Stephen, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Tom, and I hope Ward's on his best behavior out there in the road. Well, you know, we and you know this because you know him well, and, and, and we do. We worry every time. Ward uh, Ward gets 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 out of McLennan County. We're we're, we're a little nervous, but wow, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we just we just had to make that journey. Steven, start with Cal uh, in that football game. What what a great win for for the Frogs. Yeah, they held on. Uh, it was an interesting game, you know, going into it. I think to start the week, TCU was nine point favorites in Vegas. They ended up being eleven and a half point favorites before. Uh, the week was over with, and obviously Vegas doesn't know everything, but that's usually a pretty good indication of what you can expect in the game. Uh, but Cal came out early, and they were throwing the ball all over the place. Um, TCU turned the ball over a few times, found themselves down 12 nothing. I think it was encouraging that they found a way to, to fight back and win and, and hold on to that one, made a few first downs on offense late um, in a situation where they had to kind of put their foot on the gas and hold on to the football. So those are all big things. They end up you know, 2-0, and now they get a bye week before SMU. But uh, a closer game than I feel like people expected after Cal dropped their season opener to Nevada. But um, that's why you play the games, and, and at least so far we're able to find a way to win that one. Steven, this offense seems like it's coming into its own, and one of the stars that uh, we've talked about quite a bit and we've seen up close and personal, Quentin Johnson, 
a big game for him on Saturday as well. A couple touchdowns. I uh, had one big touchdown. Allowing TC to retake the lead, kind of caught a little hitch pattern and then took it to the house. Yeah, we, we've discussed it before, Ward. I mean, he was a great player in high school. Uh, but there were times, to be honest, where uh, he just wasn't as involved as you might want him to be for whatever reason uh, there at Temple. So I wasn't sure what to expect when he got to TCU. But, I mean, he's really taken the reins and run with it. And five catches for 95 yards on Saturday. He's big. He's physical. Um, he definitely looks the part, and he's making things happen. It's exciting that he's getting this opportunity. And, uh, yeah, he's been a, a great player and a great weapon for them early this season and really showed it off on Saturday because he played only about a half in that opener against Duquesne. Stephen, we were just talking about it, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Baylor and Kansas in week three open conference play, so they're, they're opening this week. Everybody else, it's week four, with the exception of TCU, it's week five. Is that an advantage for, for the Frogs? I guess right now it is. I feel like they've, they've had some injuries, so getting an extra week off, then playing one more non-conference game before you hit the conference schedule is big. I'm not looking at the schedule in front of me, though, but I feel like this is the last bye week for a while. So it's kind of uh, pick your poison, right? You get the bye week early, maybe you're able to get some guys back, be fresh for the start of conference play, but then do your guys sort of wear down a little bit in November or December. Um, but I, I do believe, you know, yeah, you get to feel out your team a little bit, try some different things, figure out who you are. Uh, hopefully you're pretty healthy and well-rested going into conference play. And that Baylor-KU game um, will be kind of fascinating because it is early in the year with two teams that you don't know a ton about yet um, on the road for Baylor. We'll, we'll kind of see how they handle it. But, uh, yeah, I think it's an advantage for, for TCU simply because they have some guys banged up and have a chance to get them back before they, they hit the stretch run of conference play. Stephen, how dangerous could this KU team be if Baylor lets them hang around? And I'm saying that they – should run away with it, but there's possibilities there. But if you let a team that's playing with as much confidence as KU is right now, and it's been a while since they've had confidence, how dangerous can they be if you let them hang around? It can be. I mean, yeah, I like Jason Bean. I think he's done some nice things. And what I've seen from him, they were able to hang with Coastal Carolina better than I expected them to. And it's always hard going to Lawrence because – uh, maybe there will be more energy there this week because it's one five-holds. First season, it's still fairly early in the year. But it's just such a sleepy atmosphere there. Um, you know, the crowd's not really into it. And it, it's you're tempted to sort of sleepwalk through things, which Baylor can't do that. I imagine the coaching staff is trying to coach them up on that. Obviously, they have a lot to prove as well. But, uh, yeah, you don't want to let them hang around. I mean, it's a group with uh, some energy and enthusiasm right now. It's still pretty early in the year. Um, they do have one win, so you're not dealing with a, a team that's really downcast yet. It would be nice if they could uh, put away early and, and kind of get the, some of those younger guys to reps there. Stephen, on Friday, uh, the uh, league introduced four new uh, four new members to the conference. What was, what was the general – general feeling around the TCU campus when it comes to Houston and, and Cincinnati and Central Florida and BYU joining the league? I think it's kind of split. Um, I feel like it's a really competitive and good football and basketball conference, and there are other fans that uh, were excited about it. I also know there's a group that sort of feel like it's going back to the Mountain West days in some ways because 
Uh, you know, they had some battles with BYU in the past. Houston has been a group of five school for a long time. Um, you know, we'll see how these like TV contracts shake out. But for me, I believe you're going to see good competitive football each week. And you have four new members that want to be there, that are excited about the Big 12. And uh, to be honest, like it's been a little while since there have been teams that have been sort of excited and gung-ho about being associated with the Big 12 Conference. Obviously, Texas and Oklahoma are taking their opportunity to leave. So maybe it brings some new energy to the league. I think there were some TCU fans that were hoping they might end up in the Pac-12. But I think Bob Bowles did a nice job given the situation. I mean, these are four programs that are sort of on the rise. um, And if, if you're looking for just good football, I'm not sure you could have done better besides poaching somebody from another Power 5 league, which would be really tough to do. Bob Bosley did say that he may not be done, or the Big 12 may not be done adding some. Do you do you feel like that this conference has more room to grow and there are some more teams that would be enticing for this conference? Well, once, uh, once the two big dogs leave, that leaves more spots. And I know Boise State and Memphis have come up in discussions, uh, and that could be sort of in that same vein of, of the teams that you've just added. I think there's certainly room. I mean, they need to be aggressive. They need to be proactive. That, that's something that the Big 12 has been accused of, and I feel like it's pretty fair criticism, is that they're sort of waiting around and reacting to things. And, and that's, you know, the situation they're in right now, right? Like they're reacting to teams leaving their league and trying to scramble. So if, if you have a chance to go get somebody, um, then, yeah, go ahead and make that happen. But I, I still think there's kind of a cap on what you can do and what your – uh, you know, revenue and, and profit growth looks like if you add schools like Boise State and Memphis, even though, again, two good football programs that reside in those schools. We were talking earlier today, is 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 everybody done? I mean, is this thing kind of solidified now? Or could we see a team in this league besides Texas and Oklahoma depart for another conference? Well, I think you could definitely see somebody leave. Uh, you know, I, I feel like there was a story in the Four Star Telegram this week that alleged TCU and, and maybe another school were kind of close to, to moving on to the Big 12, or excuse me, the Pac-12. There's all sorts of rumors like that. The Big 12 is going to have to find a way to, uh, you know, stay proactive and keep, and keep schools happy. I think the one thing that's working for them right now is – you know, outside of Oklahoma and Texas, I feel like the rest of the league doesn't have some sort of superiority complex about the other teams, right? Like, I don't think TCU and Baylor feel like they're better than everybody else in the Big 12. I don't get that impression from Oklahoma State either. Uh, but if they get another opportunity, then they're probably going to explore it. So, um, yeah, it could it could shake out where – you know, somebody leaves. But I, I believe adding teams is a good step because it gives the Big 12 some stability. And that was what was lacking a few weeks ago when all this went down, when it looked like a sinking ship. It might still be, but it looks less like that today. So maybe they can keep everybody in fact. Stephen, before the season started, we talked about in the middle of this conference, there's a lot of parity. After the first two weeks, do you still feel like that this conference is pretty close together in the middle of the pack? Oh, I definitely think so. And I'd say 
you know, after seeing what happened with Iowa State and Texas in week two, it, it's probably even even more jumbled more because I think those were two teams that people thought, okay, maybe they're slightly above sort of the the mess in the middle. But Iowa State gets steamrolled by Iowa. They made a change at quarterback. You know, we'll see how that plays out over the next few weeks. Texas has also made a change at QB. I think there's some teams in the middle, in the middle of the league that have had some uh, impressive performances, but not against great competition. So I don't really believe we have a great read on anyone. Even Oklahoma, I think they're definitely the best team in the conference. But they struggled somewhat against Tulane. So I do think it's a pretty big jumbled mess in the middle, and we won't know until conference play starts, who exactly is uh, is the best kind of in that second and third tier. Talking with Stephen Simcox, it is uh, Locked on Horn Frogs podcast. Stephen, we were uh, discussing the Cowboys and kind of our poll question on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660, by the way. Are the Cowboys a nine-plus win team or nine or less uh, win team? Where do you see this team in 2021? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, nine's a good number. That sounds about right. I would I would say nine plus because I, I believe the NFC East is pretty weak. I know it was weak last year, but if everyone stays healthy, which is a big caveat, um, then the Cowboys can get to ten wins. However, Lyle Collins being out for five weeks makes things a lot trickier because we saw that line have some issues uh, on Thursday against the Bucks. That was without Zach Martin. He'll be back, but now you lose Collins. Terrence still really struggled last year. Uh, you have to find a way to protect Dak Prescott, especially if you're going to throw the ball as much as they did um, Thursday against the Bucks. So if they can't hold up up front, then that changes for me. But right now, I would say I, I believe they're a, a nine-plus win team. Um, I was fairly impressed with what they did against Tampa Bay. I know there's not more victories in the NFL, I think the combination of being able to force turnovers and that offense humming pretty well, that's a good combo moving forward. If they lose to the Chargers and start 0-2, are you still sitting on on 10? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't jump ship immediately because you have a 17-game schedule now, but it's not a good sign. And and that's that's the tough thing about losing week one. Like, okay, yeah, you felt pretty good about your performance overall. You'd love to find a way to win on the road. It didn't happen. But then now you got to go out to L.A. and Justin Herbert's a good quarterback. The Chargers are a young team with some promise. And that's almost like a must-win game in week two. So you got to find a way. But even if they lose, unless they just get drummed, uh, I think that's still a team that can get to 10 wins. Hey, uh, appreciate your time, buddy. What are you working on uh, on the podcast? What, what can we uh, check out? Yeah, you can find anywhere you get podcasts, Locked on Horn Frogs. I'm at Simcox Steven on Twitter. Uh, I'll have a roundtable discussion tonight with some other Big 12 hosts about the week that was in the Big 12 and the week upcoming, and then uh, bye weeks this week, but we'll be getting you ready for the battle of the Iron Skillet next week against SMU. Steven, as always, it's a pleasure. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Steven Simcox, it is Locked on Horn Frogs, the uh, podcast in and uh, you can check that out. It is a uh, 516. We are glad you're with us. Drive safely as you make your way home. And remember, anything that uh, you may have missed on the program, you can check out on our uh, 
on our website at uh, SyntechSportsFan.com. That's SyntechSportsFan.com. We got it all locked and loaded for you in a podcast format for you right there on our website. And check out all the stuff that's going on in and around the area at SyntechSportsFan.com. 516, Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. And there's more of game time coming up in just a couple of minutes. But right now it is time for the Cowboy Update. And our Cowboy Update is brought to you by Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital. If you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of uh, Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is a board-certified pain specialist. Call him today at two at uh, 469-562-4188. That's 469-562-4188. Now, Christy Scales with today's Cowboy Update. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Sunday at the Chargers, Dallas faces quarterback Justin Herbert, who's made a strong impression on the defensive coordinator. You'll hear from Dan Quinn after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com United. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. On the Cowboys' sideline Sunday in L.A., I can't wait to get my first look at Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. Last year's Offensive Rookie of the Year has impressed Dallas defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. This is a guy that can really rip the ball. And then I would say outside the pocket, this is a player that can really create on the move, much like Dak does where he gets outside and now he can rip the ball down the field. And, and that's when the plays get extended, four, five, six, seven seconds. And he's got the arm strength to deliver it all the way here, all the way back over to the other side. Pass rushers Dorrance Armstrong and Terrell Basham may have to step in for Randy Gregory, who's on the COVID list. On offense, Jerry Jones said yesterday Terrence Steele will start in place of suspended right tackle Lyle Collins. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helped the Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. 
paid for by NHTSA. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very comfortable conditions. Low temperatures fall to 69 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 90. And then on Friday, mostly sunny skies. It'll be a hot day, 95 for the high and looking good for Friday night football. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The NFL Players Association determined Josh Gordon has successfully completed his NFL monitored treatment program and has recommended to the league that he be reinstated. Gordon was suspended indefinitely in December of 2019. Division I College Football Oversight Committee is considering a one-year waiver that would allow football programs to go over a 25-player signing limit. The growing number of transfers is leaving them under the 85 scholarship target. UMHB's Jefferson Prince was named D3 Team of the Week. He had seven tackles, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, and had a 44-yard punt return for a touchdown in Saturday's win over ETBU. Baylor Coaches Show tonight with John Morris at 7 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas and the Temple Wildcats Scott Stewart Coaches Show tonight from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Five twenty-three. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we uh, roll along. Uh, Cowboys and the uh, Chargers coming up. On uh, on Sunday afternoon, two thirty for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. What did you realize? And I didn't. Going back to the San Diego days and the Los Angeles days for the Chargers, the Cowboys have lost four of five to the Chargers. Four of their really? last five. Four of their last five. Dallas has gotten beat by the Chargers, whether it's been in San Diego or whether it was uh, in Los Angeles. Huh? Did not realize that. No, not even. I would have never guessed that. All wow. Right. That's not good. Okay, and I know it's a 17-game season, and I know the Cowboys play in the East. I'm just asking the question. Okay. Charger game, must win or not a must win? I Well, gosh, that's a hard question. I, I hate to say early in the season it's a must win. We knew the first two games were going to be very difficult, but I, 
I feel like this is a game you need to win. So yeah, I'll I'll go with must win. I'm not afraid. Yeah, let's let's say it's a must win. They need to have this football game. Man, I'm a coward. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I I I'm not gonna call it a must win. I told you that I felt like for this team to go where they wanted to go, they needed to be one and one. But yeah, good gracious! After watching the 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 NFC East go one and three last week. Right. I, I'm letting them off the hook. I, I am. Okay. I mean, right. that's it, fair. It, and so I, I'm not saying that 0-2 is the start because Aaron had a great point. You start 0-2, now you're steering a must-win against – you are steering a must-win against a divisional foe in Philadelphia, who, by the way, was the only team to get a win in week one. Right. And that's a great point by Aaron. I mean, you, you, you don't want to have that situation staring you in the face. So – uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I think it's a must-win. You, you've got to go out and get this W, if nothing else, to, to build your confidence offensively, defensively, all the way across the board. Aaron, you're going to call it a must And by the way, I wish I had – Aaron is sporting his cowboy tee today. He's got the big star on the chest. Uh, are you going must-win or sure would love to see him win? Uh, it's close, but – and I hate to kind of, you know. Be yeah, you're on the fence, fence right I now. Am. See, at least I called myself a coward and said, yeah. you no, know, I, it changed I, my I mind. Don't, I don't think it's must win, but like I said, it, it turns the, the Philly game into a must win if they lose. And I don't think you want that. No, it's that, that's a lot of pressure for third week of the season to be looking at staring up at your season may be over with already. Wow, just think about that. I mean, if you, what, what if you did start 0-3? I mean, th- th- would they be peeling the paint off the walls in the Metroplex? Oh, it, they'd be calling for Mike McCarthy's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and rightfully so, I would think. I mean, you know, you 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 think you have all the weapons uh, that you need to be successful. So, uh, again, th- and this is a young Chargers team. Now, I will tell you this: they they put up some some yards on Washington. Now, they didn't score a bunch, just twenty points in, in their win over Washington, but. They on the in total offense, the Chargers outgained the Washington football team 424 yards to 259 yards. And by the way, uh, this just in: Demarcus Lawrence out indefinitely with a broken foot. Oh no! That changes a lot of stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that changes the whole complex of this defense. They were already in trouble uh, at the edge rusher. And now your number one guy is not going to be there for an extended period of time. <sighs> what is that? I, six, eight weeks? Yeah, I would think at least six yeah. weeks. At least six weeks. So, uh, and and maybe, you know, depending on what which bone it is broke. I mean, you know, it may be that may be a season ender. Oh, stop it, Ward! No, you, oh, stop it! <laughs> Now. I, that's no, that, not good. It's no. sad, but that's exactly right. Uh, it depends on where it is in the foot. Uh, there was a couple of those last year. Joe Mixon, the running back for the Bengals, they thought, okay, we'll rest him a couple of weeks. He'll be fine. He never got back on the field and ended up having surgery in the offseason to fix it. But foot injuries yeah. are really weird, and they can keep you out a long time. So, and then you have Randy Gregory, who is dealing with the COVID situation. and. You, know, you better go find somebody. Yeah, that's exactly right, because I'm going to tell you right now, I, I wouldn't bank on, on Randy Gregory having two negatives before Sunday and, and, and being on the football field. I, I don't know. I'm not real clear what they do uh, up front. On, on That's just, man, that is a punch in the gut, isn't it? Oh, most definitely a punch in the gut. That, that changes everything for Sunday. I mean, everything on the defensive side of the ball. 
Yeah, now, I mean, you can't let Justin Herbert, I know it's only the second year, but he's outstanding. You can't let him sit back there and have all day. He'll, He'll pick, pick you apart. apart. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, I guess they're going to have to blitz a lot, which means they could get beat deep. Which you're vulnerable now going deep. The Cowboys were already down one starter when they find uh, find out about Randy Gregory. Now they got the, the DeMarcus Lawrence situation. So, uh the severity. In a position, in a position that's already depleted, right? Well, Tom? that's exactly that's ex- that's exactly the point. I mean, they are incredibly thin there, and the Cowboys were already planning to uh, lean on Armstrong, Dorrance Armstrong. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just, you know, and I'm I'm kind of glancing at some stuff that's coming across uh, right now, but and I know they've got some some other players, Ward, but are those players? No. That's exactly what I thought. That's no, I, I know where you're going, and no. <laughs> I'm talking about like what is his name, Camara? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, no, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, just seeing them in the preseason and, and things like that. I, I, I don't think so. And, and look, you're just going to have to make do, really. I, I said you better go find somebody. Well, that's going to take a little bit of time, and I don't know if there's anybody available or if you can trade for somebody in an emergency situation. I mean. This is this could be devastating for this Cowboys football team. Yeah, and again, you're looking at if you do play Camara, you're playing a guy that's never been in a regular season football game, right? Uh, and that's that's the depth chart you got right now. Uh, but uh, well, it says they Camara hasn't played in in a meaningful NFL football game so i mean you know take your pick but camara has yet to appear in a regular season game period uh and i think there's one other guy and i'm trying to figure out who that is on the depth chart i i haven't looked that deep in fact i got the cowboy notes right in front of me uh that we get from uh from the cowboy organization and and i'm, I'm not seeing a a fourth name at that spot uh and i'm gonna have to look that up for you but uh this just came down the pike that that, that it's a broken foot uh, so we'll, we'll follow that uh, as we go through through the uh, the day and into tomorrow. But man, oh man, as you point out, it changes everything when it comes to what the Cowboys look to do on Sunday. All right, there's no doubt. And I, you know, it, it, Aaron makes a great point. If you blitz, you know that's going to leave you vulnerable on the backside. Uh, I, I don't know that you have enough back there, that you have enough confidence back there, that you can go with the blitz. I mean, it's it, I. That's just some some. If you looked at this defense and even on the offensive side, those are the two positions that you could not have injuries to that were going to be prolonged injuries. We talked about it going into the season: the defensive line and the offensive line. You get banged up there, and it's going to be a sustainable amount of time. You're going to be in trouble as a football team. And here we are in week two. They're in trouble as a football team. No question. Absolutely no question. All right. It is a 531. This is game time here on ESPN. Time now for our Baylor Sports Report and the uh, Baylor Sports Beat. And here's the voice of the Bears, John Morse. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes looking at football and volleyball, finally with a home match. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? 
We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Keep up with Baylor Volleyball all season long on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor-V-Ball. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with Baylor football, coming off their home opening win on Saturday. Yeah, you know, we were, we were talking about this earlier, earlier in the week. Just, uh, it was just great to have everybody together. And we, we know that we're still, um, still challenged by, by COVID, and, and so we, we've got great respect for that and, and know how that's, that's impacted many. But uh, it, was, it was just good to be together again and had a great crowd, over 42,000 uh, in attendance. And so uh, hats off to them, 9,000 students. Um, and uh, you and I were just talking. They, they stayed for the entire, entire game. And so uh, that was great. And, um, you know, our fans, our students bring such great energy for, for our team. And so uh, a great, great way to open up uh, at home. And on the road at Kansas this Saturday, back home for Iowa State. That'll be a big one Saturday week. Yeah, it, it will be, as you mentioned, you know, at, at Kansas, 2.30 p.m. ESPN Plus. Um, against, uh, I, I think, um, uh, an improved Kansas team. You can see it. And uh, I've been had opportunity to watch their, their first two games. And, and they're a much better football team. And so um, – we're going to have to be ready and be prepared and then, you know, come back against uh, Iowa State that following week, uh, a 2.30 p.m. home kickoff on, uh, on Big Fox, gold out, and uh, so that, that will be a lot of fun as well. Good. Volleyball uh, has been all over the place. They finally have a home match beginning on Thursday. They have had a gauntlet of a, of a non-conference schedule and, um, you know, won twice at uh, – at number seven, Florida, three one three zero. So um, got back on track, and then now finally home this week, Thursday versus Rice at five p.m. in, in Farrell Center, and then uh, McNeese State on Saturday at uh, at two p.m. So um, I'll if you see me looking at my phone on the sideline during the football game, I'll have it on ESPN Plus, watching a little bit of the volleyball match as well. Thanks, Mac, and that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. The Whitney Coaches Show with Mark Bird is brought to you by Citizen State Bank of Whitney. Coach, coming off a 48-33 loss last Friday to Rogers, talk a little bit about this game and uh, what you thought your team did and didn't do well on both sides of the ball. Well, we, we had a chance going into the fourth quarter uh, down by one point to go ahead. and You know, we, we missed some opportunities there with a couple of uh, drop passes. And just didn't just didn't get ahead of them. 
also uh, before the half, we got the ball back and took the ball down to the 20 and could have gone gone ahead at the half by a touchdown. So, you know, two opportunities there that, that cost us, you know, 14 points at, at max and, and possibly more. But, uh, you know, Rogers is a good ball club. Coach Rutten does a great job over there. Uh, it kind of exposed some things to us that, that we just got to get tougher, you know, and, and they're a team that's going to make you play in the trenches and, uh, the running back is really successful when, when you don't tackle him at the, at the point of contact. So, you know, uh, less than things on the field that, that we need to get better at. Uh, but Rogers, again, well coached. Uh, they're going to they're gonna be a force to reckon with down the road for a lot of teams in that division. Now this week you have the Mark Panthers, the number one team in the state. Talk a little bit about Mark. Very talented, obviously, on both sides of the ball. You know, the, the, the one thing they got is they're, they're a senior-led team. Those guys have been there, and, you know, you've you got guys that's got two or three rings on their fingers. So, you know, they know how to win big games. Uh, I think one thing it does for us, as I told our kids last week, it's another statement game. You know, uh, Rogers was a big, uh, a big statement game for us to see where we stand. I think this is another one as well. Uh, you know, uh, March played. Division one, three, eight teams for the last couple of weeks, and so you know they're battle tested, and uh, they're going to come into an environment where <clears throat> we're, we're at home, and you know we, we've got to be able to play on a big stage. We keep talking about can we play on a big stage and finish games? You know, you, you score 30, 35 points a game, and uh, you think that might be enough. Well, it's not right now, and we're finding that out. Uh, we've got to be able to close games out. We've got to be able to play good defense. And then at the same time, offensively, take advantage of opportunities. We just missed a couple of shots last week. But we're getting better by the week by with the things we're doing. It's just we got to capitalize and close things out. ESPN Central Texas. Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at citizenstatebanktx.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long. Extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit art supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. 
Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The NFL Players Association determined Josh Gordon has successfully completed his NFL monitored treatment program and has recommended to the league that he be reinstated. Gordon was suspended indefinitely in December of 2019. Division I College Football Oversight Committee is considering a one-year waiver that would allow football programs to go over a 25-player signing limit. The growing number of transfers is leaving them under the 85 scholarship target. UMHB's Jefferson Friends was named D3 Team of the Week. He had seven tackles, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, and had a 44-yard punt return for a touchdown in Saturday's win over ETBU. Baylor Coaches Show tonight with John Morris at 7 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas and the Temple Wildcats Scott Stewart Coaches Show tonight from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 541. We're 19 away from 6. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys and the Chargers coming up on Sunday. And Tom and Aaron in the uh, ESPN uh, studios in our, in our uh, Alan Samuel Studios here. Uh, in, in Waco, and Ward White's down at uh, Wings Pizza and Things. And, and Ward, here's the here's the deal. Here's the uh, I, I just I was looking at the depth chart here, and uh, here here's what we got. Uh, y- you have obviously Demarcus Lawrence, and, you, and we're now saying that it's a broken foot. So behind him is Terrell Basham, and then uh, Brandley uh, Anai, and then uh, a, a, a you got one other defensive end behind him. And uh, that is going to be uh, Azor Kamara. So, and, and again, as far as as far as Basham is concerned, he he only played like 24, or 25 snaps against Tampa Bay. But in 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 uh, Anai and Kamara haven't played at all. Uh, it, 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 you know they, they they didn't play last week. Now on the other side, at the right defensive end. You, you have Randy Gregory, who, who's battling the COVID situation and looking for a couple of negative tests. If he gets a couple of negative tests, you get him. If he doesn't, you don't. And then that, that means you have Dorrance Armstrong and a Chauncey Ghoston behind him. So all these household names are getting ready to play defensive end. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say who. Yeah. But, uh, gosh, that, that, that's devastating for this defense, for this team overall. Uh, and and what's the timeline on Randy Gregory? Do you know? I mean, is, does he have to have those tests by? Is it Friday? Is I, I it don't know. Saturday? I mean, I don't know either. I, that's I don't know. What I, I don't know I don't when know that the, has to come down. I don't know. I what think the, if, go ahead. If, if 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 you're the Cowboys, I would think that you would want to get that out of the way by Friday at the latest, right? So you kind of know what what you're doing with the depth chart. Yeah, and I think there's probably some NFL protocol that says, "Hey, you've got to you've got to establish your your travel roster." I don't either. I think it's two two negatives with before twenty four at least twenty four hours before kickoff. So I I'm just wondering. Right. Okay, so can they have a private plane waiting for him <laughs> in Dallas on Saturday to to get him there? Wow. You know, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't know those. Yeah. I don't know those answers. But again, he's got. I do know this. 
because he is a uh, he is a vaccinated player, he's got to have two negative tests, and, and and so he he will he will have to get that done. But if he's not available, then Demarcus Lawrence at left end and Randy Gregory at right end out, and then that moves up Basham. And again, we said Basham had two tackles in the game on Sunday against Tampa, uh, or Thursday against Tampa Bay, and then Dorrance Armstrong, I guess, would be the other starter with the. Uh, uh, Anai and Kamara as your as your backups, along with Ch- Chauncey Golston. So Ooh. that's Ooh. what you have today. Ooh. And yeah, just today. And uh, Michael Gilkin from the Dallas Morning News had a had a good tweet. It basically compiled everything that's happened since the end of the Buccaneers game. Demarcus Lawrence with a fractured foot. Lyle Collins suspended five games for PED or missing drug tests, but same thing. Uh, Randy Gregory test positive for COVID, and Michael Gallup out a month and a half with a calf strain. With the, yeah, with the strain. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been a good week. Uh, other than that, you know, just another another routine day uh, and, and <laughs> week. Another day at, in the NFL. Another another routine week at the Star, right? Uh, so, and, and again, I mean, these are the I, I don't know, I, and these are the guys you're going to have to go with. Unless, I mean, I don't know what's on the free agent market right now, and and, and I guarantee you, the the Jones family is probably thumbing through. Seeing what's available, you know. At I would think end. they are, I, and I'm like you. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's out there. I don't know if there's anything available out there. I don't know if they have anything that they could even trade for right now. I I just don't know. I imagine they're making calls to practice squads and everything else to try to figure out, you know, what are we going to do? Because, you know, this is not just oh let's hang on a couple of weeks and we'll be fine. I, this is this is going to linger in. They, they've got to get it fixed sooner than later. Look, I know nothing about Anai, Dorrance, Armstrong, uh, Kamara. I, I mean, these guys, I, literally, they're on the roster. And, and I, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know who they are. And I don't – maybe they can well, play or maybe they can't. I don't know. Well, they, they, we saw them play in, in, in preseason, and we talked about it. You know, if this is what they've got for depth, the Cowboys are in dire straits. They're in trouble, okay. and so now here they go. They're going to get their opportunity because of injury, and they're not very good. They're just not. They didn't play good in the preseason. Well, that is uh, frustrating, isn't it? And, 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 and can you imagine what, what Jerry Jones is thinking right now? Uh, oh, he, he's, he's, he's got a Johnny Walker blue sitting right in front of him. <laughs> So, I, I wasn't going to say that, but I, I, you know, I guess he might. Probably right. It's, so, the Cowboys, uh, and again, you know, this is a very fluid situation, and we're sitting here speculating on who's going to be the, the starting defensive ends. That was just the depth chart, and I got that depth chart today, probably about an hour ago or an hour and a half ago, actually, from the, uh, from the Cowboys' uh, front office. Uh, we, we get a copy of the depth chart. And so I, I was just literally reading you the depth chart as the Cowboys presented to the me, to the media for, for Sunday's game. It could yeah. change. I mean, it very it well will change. Could change. Well, it yeah. has to, I, doesn't it? Yeah, it's going to change. There's no doubt. All right, uh, 547, 13 away from 6. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Axel Coaches Show with Justin Havard is brought to you by Triple S Sports. Coach game Friday night uh, with the Crawford Pirates. Obviously not the the uh, results you wanted, but what are some of the learning things that you took away from that football game that uh, that the kids can get better at? Uh, one of them was the speed of the game. One of, one of my running backs um, came up to me and 
he had missed a cutback at one point, and he, I guess he still got about four yards on the play, and, and he told me, he said, Coach, I, I saw the cutback, but it was too late. And uh, so, you know, the speed of the game, uh, of course, they come off the ball a million miles per hour. So uh, speed would would be number one. And then the second one I would, I would say is uh, we got to see how a game is played physically. And, uh, you know, that was one thing that we talked about on Saturday is with the team. And, and they all agreed that, you know, it's, this game is made for men. Coach, let's, uh, let's turn our attentions to, to your next opponent, the uh, Chilton Pirates. And this is a football team like Crawford and like some of the others that you've already seen. This is a football team that's playing well right now. They are playing well. And, uh, you know, the teams that they're playing are, are good football teams. You know, the, the Normandy team's a good one. Uh, Italy's a good one. And, uh, you know, there's a few mistakes in a couple of those uh, possessions that those teams have. And, and Shilton has taken full advantage of them. And, uh, you know, they're another team with speed. You know, if one of those guys get loose, they're going to be hard to catch. What do they like to do offensively and defensively? Uh, they're, they're running a, a zone scheme offensively, but uh, they got a got a combination of backs uh you know they got a big power back that that runs hard then they got a, a smaller guy who, who's quicker and then on top of that you got a a quarterback that can that can throw it a little bit and they have athletes all over the field um defensively um man they're really just fitting very well off of one another and then utilizing turnovers they're, they're getting stops when they need them espn central texas Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. How many trucks are running around Central Texas without any masculinity? Just look at the road and you'll see. With many, there's nothing there. Not one accessory. And that's what's really toxic. Sadly, truck nudity affects thousands of Central Texas trucks. But it doesn't have to be that way because it's a fully treatable condition. At Pickup Outfitter Labs, our R&D department has been working hard on this problem. And I'm excited to announce a stunning breakthrough. It's our own patented treatment called P.O. Now, anyone suffering from truck nudity can get PO'd. Need a bed cover? Get PO'd. Need a hitch? Get PO'd. Need a bumper, toolbox, or grill guard? You guessed it, get PO'd. At Pickup Outfitters, we're making real progress, but we need your help. Do you know someone who needs to get PO'd? Send them to Pickup Outfitters for treatment. Our recovery center is located at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. See our educational video on our website at createacommotion.com. That's createacommotion.com. 
Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it.